I would say don't be a workaholic. You don't have, it, it doesn't have to be this crazy frenzied sort of approach. Like you, you can plan, like there's actual value in planning. Those were the wise words of Brandon Poe, the founder of Poe Group Advisors, a company that is located in Charleston, South Carolina, and that helps CPA firms successfully navigate the sale of their business. The Who's on the Move SC podcast, highlighting entrepreneurs making an impact on our communities, is made possible with the support of NP Strategy, a strategic communications firm comprised of former journalists, political insiders, and public relations executives. Learn more at npstrategy.com. We also appreciate the support of the Charleston chapter of the Entrepreneurs' Organization, a global business network of 14,000 plus leading entrepreneurs in 193 chapters and 60 countries. And the Richard Riley Institute at Furman University. The Richard W. Riley Institute advances social and economic progress in South Carolina and beyond by building leadership for a diverse society, hosting expert speakers to broaden perspectives on critical issues, supporting public education, and creating knowledge through community solutions-focused research. Learn more at furman.edu forward slash Riley. Brandon, tell us about your lines of business. We are business brokers that specialize in the sale of CPA firms all over North America. We also have a uh, practice management workshop called the Accounting Practice Academy that we rolled out uh, in 2020. And um, we're helping CPAs that own firms manage their firms better. And we do that virtually all over North America. Brokering the sales of CPA firms sounds like a niche in the brokerage business. Why would a CPA firm come to you versus going somewhere else to sell their business? It's uh, I mean, it is a, it's like you said, it's a niche. And I've thought about selling other things, but it makes sense when you, when you think about if you're a client, if you're a CPA and you want to sell your business, and let's say you bring me in and you bring a generalist in. I'm going to have way more knowledge about that industry. I'm going to know about the transition, the nuances of transition for a CPA firm. The generalist is not going to know that. I'm going to know, have a better sense of valuation and I'm going to have a better database of possible buyers. So for that reason, if, if, you're, that, if you're that CPA that wants to sell, I'm going to run circles around the generalist. And, you know, if I go up against the generalist, I'm going to get that business 99.9% of the time. And when you look at our industry, it's very much segmented. So we have brokers that just sell veterinarian practices. There are brokers that sell dental practices and so forth. So it's very specialized and we cover a large geography. So, um, which is kind of why I enjoy the business in some ways is because it's a virtual business. So all of our client contact for the most part is, is done virtually and has been that way since I got into the business since 2003. I, I mean, I, I enjoy meeting clients and I meet them when I can, but um, probably the lion's share of my clients, we don't ever meet in person. Tell us about your education and background and how this led to the formation of Poe Group Advisors. 
Well, I've had a varied career. I graduated from school, went to accounting, uh, went to accounting school and uh, University of South Carolina. Started my career with Ernst and Young right after school. Really didn't like auditing, so I was an auditor of big big companies, and it gave me some good you know understanding of how big companies work. And I knew from that that I didn't want to do that. I wanted to. I liked small business, so I decided to go to work for a smaller CPA firm, which is still a pretty big firm. It was uh, Elliott Davis and Company. And I got exposed to a lot of small business and I got to talk with the business owners and that was a lot of fun for me. Um, I always knew I wanted to own my own business. Um, Even when I went to, when I chose accounting. So funny story there, uh, I went to breakfast when I was like 11th grade and I met this local entrepreneur who I really admired. And um, you know, he started asking me questions about what I wanted to do. And I said, I really want to learn about business. You know, both of my parents were school teachers. So I had no real business background growing up. And he said, well, you should go and become a CPA. You'll get to see how other people do things as a, as a you know, doing their books and you'll get to understand how they run their businesses. And I was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And so that's what I did not really knowing what I was getting myself into with, with the accounting. Um, so I actually didn't like the profession. I didn't like practicing as a, as a CPA. So um, I only ended up practicing for about four or five years, which was a good amount of time to understand the industry, understand how it worked. Um, and then I went to work for a friend's company. His dad, he and his dad owned a, plumbing supply house like a ferguson's and i did the books for about 20 hours a week and then i did sales the other 20 hours a week and the dad um his name was johnny dawson he's passed away now but he was a wonderful sales guy i mean he really understood sales and i just took to it i just loved it um i called on building contractors and plumbers and not an easy group to call on, but um, it was a really good experience. And then fast forward to 2003, I was um, going to a course, a continuing education course in Columbia with a friend of mine who had just purchased a CPA firm. And we were shooting pool and having a few beers in the evening. And he said, you know, you ought to, you ought to see if there's anybody that sells CPA firms in Charleston. You, should, you could buy a firm for yourself. He's like, I know this guy, he just broke her CPA firm. That's all he sells. He's like, you should, you should reach out to him. I said, all right, I'll do that. So the next day I get home and I can't remember the guy's name that he told me. And so I did a Google search and I picked the wrong guy. And I got an email back from this guy named Howard Holmes who had just fairly recently started this company called Accounting Practice Sales. And I get an email back and he says, I don't have anybody in South Carolina selling firms. Do you want to sell CPA firms? And I said, yeah, maybe I do. You know, so we were on the phone and um, I would ask him a bunch of questions. And he's one of those people where, I don't know if you've ever had this experience where you can't shoot any holes in what they're telling you. Like, it's just 
everything, every question, there's always an answer and it always makes sense. And I was like, well, this might be something. So I got on a plane. I went to Dallas, Texas. I met with him and he signed me up that day. And so I was started selling CPA firms in 2003. And then Howard, who was one of the key people I, I look at, like in my career, I've had a few people who are really strong mentors and he was a very strong mentor to me. And he sold the company to his brother and it just wasn't the same. And so that's when I left and um, created Po Group Advisors. How have you been able to scale the business? You know, we're scaling is sort of a continual process, right? We're, we're probably about to scale to another, we're about to jump up to another level. So it was just me, I used to do everything. So it was just me and nobody else. Um, and I did everything. I don't know how I did it back then. I used to work a lot of hours is how I did it. And so then the first hire was just an admin help, just getting someone to help with the admin and any small business owner like that, that admin person is key. Um, so then um, financial crisis came 2008 and I hired a broker right before the crash <laughs> so uh hired somebody to, so i decided i was going to be focused more on sales and i would i would um be the intermediary for larger transactions and i needed somewhere to help me with the smaller transactions and learn and come up that person's still with me today and uh stephanie smith she's really talented she came from a banking background and it was, uh, that was tough coming through 2008, 2009, that kind of stunted things. So it was the three of us for a while. And then we got through the financial crisis and started thinking about growing again. And um, I decided I wanted to have someone in Toronto uh, handle that market. We were in that market in Toronto. And I had a client that I really enjoyed working with and he had a really interesting business model for a CPA firm. He only had about a hundred clients, but they were all entrepreneurs. And I said, uh, his name was Tom. I said, Tom, do you have any clients that um, you think might be good at what I'm doing? And he said, I don't know, let me think about that. And um, anyway, he, he introduced me to um, someone that, that started in Toronto. So now we are at, I think, 14 right now with our Canada team. So we've got the Canada team's growing. We've got five, um, six actually in Canada. So we've got a team of five out of the Toronto office and we have a uh, regional market leader in Montreal now. So we got someone that's developing Quebec. Um, we're about to bring on a new sales uh, person in Los Angeles. So that's going to be um, a whole new frontier there. There are about 4,000 CPAs in CPA firms in Los Angeles area. So that should be a big market for us. And um, we're really taking off on cloud firms. So we're selling... Um, we're taking a leadership position in that space. 
So that's pretty exciting for us. So we've got a lot of growth. Plus the Academy, we just launched in 2020. So right now we're on the cusp of quite a bit of growth. What was the biggest obstacle that you have had to overcome? Uh, the financial crisis. So coming through from, from 2008 to 2010, our revenue fell in half. And um, that was pretty tough. And, um, you know, luckily, I, um, uh, I had saved quite a bit of money going into it. So I had capital, but it was very stressful. I mean, I was fairly I'm trying to think how old I was back. I was 38 when that hit. So I was still kind of young and uh, no one of us knew what to expect through that. You know, that was pretty brutal. And people don't really like to buy businesses in that sort of environment. So, but I was amazed that we sold as many as we did. But there were there were days where, you know, I felt like, okay, if this deal doesn't close, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do. And by hook or by crook, everything closed. And finally, what advice would you offer entrepreneurs? Don't, I would say, don't be a workaholic. You don't have, it, it doesn't have to be this crazy frenzied sort of approach. Like you, you can plan, like there's actual value in planning. You know, <laughs> you don't have to shoot from the hip and, and have that mode of stress. Cause I think, I think some of us, we we're kind of addicted to shiny things, right? We, we, our brains are kind of attracted to the, the shiny thing and the quick thing and the dopamine hit. I think it is, or the excitement. And we don't tend to like to slow down and plan. A lot of entrepreneurs think, ah, I can be doing. Why would I be planning when I could be doing? And the planning is actually where you make most of your money, is what I've learned. That was our conversation with Brandon Poe, the entrepreneur behind the founding of Poe Group Advisors. The Who's on the Move SC podcast, highlighting entrepreneurs making an impact on our communities is made possible with the support of NP Strategy. Learn more at npstrategy.com. The Charleston chapter of the Entrepreneurs Organization, a global network of 14,000 plus leading entrepreneurs in 193 chapters and 60 countries. And the Riley Institute at Furman University. Learn more at furman.edu forward slash Riley.